Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. On today's episode, we have Sarah Rose. She's a makeup artist, stylist, and extension specialist. Her hair brand is Harlock Hair, and it's been seen on ABC, Netflix, Bachelor in Paradise, Lifetime, and more. We're so excited to have you, Sarah, because we know the beauty <laughs> and the feeling of confidence that you have when you have you know, beautiful hair. It really is a bit, huge part of our lives. So thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you ladies. Yeah, I have to tell everyone the moment we met you and saw you, it was at our friend Mara's baby shower and you came down the stairs in this cream outfit and your mermaid <laughs> goddess hair was just flowing. And I was just like, I want that look right now. <laughs> we are friends instantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell honestly- me how. I thought I was like, that's her hair. I just thought you're one of those blessed people, you know, but that's why Harlock is beautiful. Cause it's like, oh. that's what you want. You want it to be an extension of yourself. A hundred percent. And I always laugh with people because so oftentimes women or people always ask like, oh my goodness, your hair is so beautiful. Is it yours? And I was like, well, technically it is. <laughs> it is, it is, it's my company, not my hair, but you know, yeah. it's a part it's of me. It's taped. Exactly. <laughs> it's taped. It is a part of me. It's true. And yeah. it is amazing how much hair can build a person's confidence and, you know, change their entity or give them that extra little boost. It's really nice. Oh yeah. Walking out of the salon, just like you walk differently, your shoulders are back. You're like in a power pose permanently. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, often, I, love- I, oh. I often say to people, I'm always like, well, okay, we're doing your first application or changing your hair color or doing something. And I'm like, are you ready? Like you're not, there's no turning back now. <laughs> yeah. You'll want this every day of your life. Yes, I love it truly. because how did you start, first of all, like start the brand and then why did you make the decision to have it be ethically sourced? I know it's Slavic hair, um, tapins, clip-ins, ponytails. Can you tell us a little bit about your why? Yeah, of course. So my co-founder, business partner, Michael Gibson, and I, he and I have been friends for 20 plus years. We met in high school um, and we have rekindled a friendship in the past 12 years of business partnership. And I myself work at his salon that he has in Vancouver, BC, um, full time. And I'm myself and Michael are very passionate about hair extensions. And we're also passionate about empowering our clientele and people around us. And so that being said, just over time, you know, with Michael and I already working together in the capacity of at his salon, I knew I always wanted to do something. And Michael kind of had his intrigue in working in an extension line and we combined those you know passions together and birthed Harlock and I think being 
a woman myself that looking to, um, you know, imagery, branding, everything for something that would resonate with myself and Michael as well. It just wasn't something that we saw in the industry. And so when we started looking, firstly, myself having fine to medium hair, Michael has a curlier texture. There wasn't something that matched and blended with our textures perfectly. And when we first started looking for um, hair that we enjoyed, we came across the hair that we now retail and it was seamless and perfect. It was easy application, easy removal, blended perfectly. And then on top of that, we just wanted to ensure, you know, ethically sourcing hair. It's not only empowering our clients, but empowering the people that the hair is, you know, donated from. So it's working with the smaller rural towns of Eastern Europe and receiving those hair, those hair donations from um, people to then be turned into extensions. So they know where their hair is going, which is awesome. It's, you know, a conversation and I'm all about being open and honest. And so it's great that that is there for the people. Um, And then from that, of course, Michael and I just wanted to make sure we were a hair extension brand for the people. So, you know, including men in our brand, including women of all walks of life and just making sure we are more of a achievable brand in the industry. I know that's something that's such a differentiator with your brand is I love your, what you post in your content and you have, yeah, every gender non-binary. It's like anyone, everyone wants to feel beautiful. So seeing Michael and his extensions is really cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, what you keep touching your hair and you don't even have extensions in <laughs> i do have a couple tape oh. i'm showing sarah right oh. now she, i, I need like, harlock I'm hair I was she's like, trying to, she's trying to show me like sarah pity me send, i need harlock me. hair asap i thought you got your hair out i was like why does she keep touching her hair like she has extensions in i'm like you got a michael help me a little help <laughs> Well, that's cool. It is. It's um, something amazing. And of course, something that we continue to look forward to expanding on and, you know, starting in a place that we feel passionate about. And much like you ladies, seeing where you feel the passion and then getting to connect with different people and understanding like, oh, this wasn't just an issue that we felt was something needing to be covered for ourselves and the people that we connect with, but it's actually a greater issue in the hair industry alone. So it's well, super exciting. Yeah. I mean, Sonia and I, now it's summertime and I know this podcast should be evergreen, but this will be out sooner than later. And that's when my hair gets totally destroyed. That's what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about today is like how to take care of my hair with extra sun, extra water damage. Our next partner has a product I use literally every single morning. I started taking AG1 because I wanted a supplement that really tastes great and it's also conducive to my lifestyle, a lifestyle that's always on the go. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things we all want and need. 
Since taking AG1, I've noticed a huge boost in my mental clarity and my alertness. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash girlpowerful. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash girlpowerful to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about today is like how to take care of my hair with extra sun, extra water damage, and extra just like heat because there's like more parties. So you do, you know, you jump in the water, the lake or the ocean or the pool, you get mm-hmm. the sun and then you go home and you have to blow dry and style. You know, mm-hmm. you have somewhere to actually go because it's summertime. Right. It's busy. Like, it's busy this summer. I have plans <laughs> and I want to look good and I don't want to damage my hair because I don't have anything in my hair right yeah. now and I want to give I it got- a break. You totally. Know? So what can we do? Because I mean, I don't think a lot of people talk about hair care enough. Like everything online is always about like skin care or something, mm-hmm. you know, like any, mm-hmm. I'm like missing, I'm missing the information I need about really babying my baby hair. Yeah. Baby hair. And it's, it's difficult because there's oftentimes, you know, us women, we look on the surface. And sometimes I always suggest to women to looking within too. So when you're talking about baby hair and especially, unfortunately, as we all do age over time, I think it's a big thing for us women because of our hormones and everything that goes on for us. You really want to invest in some good vitamins, check into your B12 levels, your iron, definitely things like that. Um, I know being in my mid thirties and a lot of women, as we were discussing earlier and meeting at baby showers with women having babies, there's, you know, a lot of things going on with the the changes that go within your body. So it's always important to start within those places. And I always say that to clients, I could throw, you know, 20 different products at you, but sometimes it's something that might work with just something that's going within and getting those vitamins checked out. And then starting from there, you can then start investing in some really good um, hair care products for yourself. So in the summer specifically, I know, you know, being blonde, there are some things and it's almost, uh, it's like a sunscreen for your hair. So I know definitely a couple brands have those before you're going out into the sun, before you're going into the water, you give like three to four spritzes and that's a sun protectant. So that's going to help your color. That's going to help your strands. Um, that's just going to give you that heat protectant that you need from the sun and the daily pollutants. Um, and then there are also, I know even myself yesterday, I was in the sun and I get like, you know, my part line gets a little bit rosy. Um, yeah, there are little powders now. So you can get these powder sunscreens for your scalp. So going in and powdering your fine lines where you might part your hair for a special event, a day in the sun, things like that. And that's very helpful because those are things we don't think about if you don't wear a hat or if you're at an event where you don't want to garnish your hair with that. (laughs) Um, And then things such as, you know, caring. So there's oils that are great for your hair. So Teddy, like yourself right now with your hair slicked back, some things that I do often, if I'm just having a day where I don't mind like a nice slick back ponytail is using, you know, whether it be a mask, a variety of different brands that carry hair care masks. Um, You could put, I often just put a little bit in my hands, put it in my hair and that's the way I slick my hair back. So then I have that mask and that care throughout the day. So maybe the weekend your wear and tear is a little bit off and then you're, 
you know, everyone's leading a rather busy life or we just are having the excuse of not having time to do things. I find doing a slick back hair mask is often my go-to if I just don't have that like 20 minutes of reprieve on like a Sunday having a bath or something. What's one thing that when you've had a client come to the chair that you thought, oh my goodness, what has this lady done? (laughs) Oh gosh, there's multiple things. (laughs) (laughs) Probably one of them. I haven't ever been in your chair yet, but our friend Melissa probably was like, wow, Teddy, this is nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's, it's amazing what hair can do for a client. And then it's unfortunate what a stylist stylist sometimes doesn't do for a client. Does that make sense? So I think now having social media, and I'm sure we're touching on this maybe later in topic, but you know, it's fantastic. We have these images thrown at us all the time and it's great space for inspiration. Um, However, you know, there's the unfortunate part that most of those inspirational images are slightly edited. Some people who don't work in the industry often don't know that those people, you know, even myself, I know my lighting. I know that if you stand in direct lighting, you're not going to get this. And oftentimes when people come with a specific photo for an inspiration image for hair, they'll show that to a stylist and often stylists are yes men and just want to make money. So, you know, somebody will come in, JLo's my inspiration today. They have, you know, a level one, which is like quite dark black hair. And I'll be like, yeah, no worries. And they'll just throw it to the wind. And the client's obviously like, oh, that's amazing. They're going to make me look like JLo. This is perfect. I'm ready. When, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. JLo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking out on stage. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that communication that's not there behind what may happen, I think is probably the worst thing that I see in the chair and is super unfortunate because there is a lot out there that, you know, isn't shared and that explained through, you know, either product usage, your hair texture, and just having those extra level of conversations rather than just selling the dream to your client. So I oftentimes have that with my clients that might come into my chair and they'll say like, Oh, well, you know, my new clients, cause they would have gone somewhere else first. And that stylist would sold them the dream. And then they're like, I didn't get the dream and it doesn't look anything like it. And all of my hair has fallen off. So those are the biggest mistakes I probably see out there that are super unfortunate. Yeah. Do you ever, is there any kind of like hairdresser alliance where someone (laughs) is a little more honest? It's like, Hey, why don't we say that? I know it's hard with a client, especially specific kinds to be like, I actually can't do that today. Like we're going to have to do this over the next couple of months with color and things like that. Like, is it hard to have those conversations with people, but it's all also really valuable, like for your career and like your, you know, your, the integrity of what you do. Totally. I think there, unfortunately, there's no alliance. <laughs> <I'm aware. laughs> it starts today, Sarah. It's starting Stand now. Strong with hairstylists. <laughs> yeah. I think, I'm sure there's a Facebook group out there somewhere. Oh, and the I'm, yes, the Hairstylist Alliance. Um, <laughs> but I think that, you know, and different, it depends on the state, it depends on the province, each place there is. Um, different levels of like training and education that go into stylists and just like any industry depending on the stylist it's the comfortability of them 
meeting the personality of their client. And so oftentimes I do really, really push for everybody doing consultations with their clients before having them in the chair, because maybe the stylist is flustered and they're like, oh goodness, I booked them in for three hours. They want to make over. Sure. I'll do it. But that's, you know, so a consultation that gives you time to discuss with them, you know, are you wanting do you really want blonde hair or do you want the health of your hair? What are things we need to discuss and always be okay to say no as a hairstylist, I think. Mm -hmm. And as a client as well, if a client goes into a salon and doesn't resonate with the stylist, they're okay to not go to them. And if the stylist vice versa, oftentimes it's maybe just not a mesh. And if the client or stylist isn't listening to you, then it's okay to say no. And go elsewhere because if you want good hair and you're spending money on things, then just feel it out. Yeah. That's so true. That reminds me of like moving to a new town and you kind of have to start all over with (laughs) your esthetician, with your hairstylist, with everything. Um, But the big thing is like being confident enough to communicate. So even, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like on both sides, like you said, but as coming from the perspective of a client I had the, my most beautiful hair <laughs> from Melissa Silva in LA. And it was like, I loved my hair for like two Aww. years. It was just like my color. And then I moved and it was like finding that it was just like such heartbreak. It Every time I'd crazy. go to the salon, you know, I'd be like, no, no. And You're then, like, but just a little here. Just, yeah. But then finally, like I found a new girl and then I just straight up communicated and she like yeah. basically like turned my beautiful hair into like brown hair. And I'm like, I did not want like solid brown hair. That's <laughs> not what I wanted. And that, or showed you, you know what I mean? But like, then I communicated and I didn't get upset or I almost mm-hmm. cried, but then I was like, can we fix this? And she was like, absolutely. Yeah. So ever since then, it was just like speaking up and not like totally freaking out, but yeah. now we have like a great relationship and it's just, you know. Yeah. Works. I think she also thanked you for saying something. Yeah. Cause she was like, I don't want anyone coming out of my salon, you know, upset. Totally. So it was really, it was a learning point for me to just be like, you just calmly communicate. <laughs> you well, know? And, that, and I would hope that's all hairstylists want, right? Like they want mm-hmm. their client. Cause if I always say to, you know, junior stylists or anybody I'm trying to empower in the industry, it's like, if your one client walks out happy, you want to envision how many friends they have, how much family they have. And if they're walking into rooms, events, barbecues, and somebody compliments them and knows how to style their hair, they're turning around and talking about you. And especially now with social media, they're going to tag you. They're going to direct their friends and family to your page. And that's just going to instantly, you know, expand your, your connections. And if somebody unfortunately is walking out unhappy, that filters your name too. So, you know, you always want to make sure that you're trying to work on both sides. Yeah, for sure. I have a question about something that's super trendy on Instagram. Oh Oh. gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So like, you know, everything is like in such a trend. Yes. Like you need oil for this and then you need cream for that. And then you, you okay. everyone likes big butts. Now everybody likes boobs again, you know? So, you know, that everyone's all about the scalp now, which I know okay. it's your skin, which is your biggest organ. 
and they're all about scalp care, but is the oil and all the salt scrubs, like, is that something we should be doing in our weekly routine, scrubbing our scalps like that or putting on oil? I would say, depending on the person, it's much like your skin, not everybody. I have sensitive skin that tends to be on the, you know, oilier side. So I'm not going to using face oils all the time because it just doesn't work for me. So you're wanting to speak to your styles and somebody educated. And also if you know your scalp also, you know, just working with that scalp scrub is great. If you do have extensions, you're not wanting to use those on those extensions. Um, but what works well for your scalp is that, and the scalp health is huge because that's where your follicles are. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately with, you know, a lot of people, when you do start to see hair loss, the big concern is have your follicles you know, depleted and died off. So if that happens, that's when bald patches and things like that start to occur. Um, So scalp health is a big part of it. Um, Oil on the scalp, on the other hand, not my thing. I like a little bit of volume on in my hair. And then of course, with extensions, you can't do oil on your scalp. Um, What that does work with, if you are oiling your scalp. I haven't seen this on Instagram or TikTok as yet. I'm not, I'm really bad at, I don't troll those things too often. Um, <laughs> I do. but oil, oil on the scalp, I would not say yet. is it's <laughs> guilty. Uh, I would say that you're kind of, you're combating if you have an oily scalp. So doing an oil treatment is your counterbalancing in hopes that you're, you're not creating too much oil. Does that make sense? So it's, you're kind of doing this, (laughs) you're evening the playing field so that when you, so you can often do, it's like called a pre-shampoo treatment. So if you did like the oil on your scalp and then did the scalp scrub, you might be able to have a little bit more longevity, um, with your hair wash. Okay. That would, that would be my only like point. I know seasonally it's good to start getting some scrubs in there because definitely in, you know, Vancouver, Canada with our change in seasons, it's, it's good to mix it up and have your, your change in products as well. Yeah. Well, we're in the high desert up here in Idaho. Are you guys high desert? We're like, we're, 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 you know how (laughs) powerful Sunny is like not a geographer. Don't we'll ever talk, let we'll me drive. <laughs> it, it kind of might be fun on a weekend. Yeah, so he's like, we're see- going to Vancouver. It's by the equator. <laughs> Thanks, Teddy. You're welcome. Let's see, see where you take me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so at Girl Powerful, we like to empower teens as well. And mm-hmm. we have had um, guest mentors on our summits and in our classes. And sometimes we make like an at-home mask or anything like that. Is there anything like attainable to most, um, you know, households, any, any kind of income-based family that Mm -hmm. they could put on their hair like once in a while for a special mask? Or are you kind of like not that at-home DIY type lady teacher? Um, So I kind of like what Sonia said, like the TikTok stuff, or it's like, that's actually just a waste of an avocado. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a thing to be using the natural ingredients that the earth has created for us. Um, unfortunately, tradi- not unfortunately, but traditionally I am working with clients that have colored their hair. So what I say is you are chemically treating your hair with color, with bleach, whatever it might be. So you need to chemically kind of 
aid in the recovery of it. Whereas for people with natural hair, natural texture, there is definitely avenues for, you know, oils at home, coconut oils, um, all different types of things, you know, avocados, egg, mayonnaise. I've heard all of these different avenues that do work great um, for, you know, adding a little bit of shine back into your hair. So for a tween or a teen that isn't dyeing their hair, that could be a fun little sleepover thing or something. Oh, definitely. Did I do that as a kid? 100% with my mother's stress and concern trying to wrap my head in cellophane. (laughs) I think it was like mayonnaise avocado in my hair or something. We were just destroyers. We were like lemon on lemon, sunin.com. Yes. The sunin was quite lemon sunin. I didn't know what it was and we didn't have TikTok and Instagram and Google growing up. So we just they gave yeah. somehow we knew about it though. How uh, do you yeah. know to put that? Because of our moms. I think it was moms. like in a handwritten note at school or on the bathroom <laughs> wall, like the ingredients for the hair mask. Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like really a bird, a, bur- a, a pigeon would deliver the recipe <laughs> to our backyard. <laughs> Morse code. That's yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So there's definitely many, a multitude of things that, um, would work and definitely all price levels as well. So whether it be a home natural treatment, I think because now, unfortunately with the prices of groceries going up, you know, sometimes you could just go and find different brands. I know there are a multitude of brands that are price conscious for, um, everybody out there. And I definitely say the professional lines are a little bit, more, which are caught, there are cost-friendly professional lines out there. I know, um, a lot, often the drugstore brands are ones that everyone has a go-to, um, which are great, but I always laugh. I remember when I transitioned from drugstore brands to professional lines and I was like, oh, it does nothing better. Like, look at how much soap and suds is in my hair with this drugstore brand. And I get that you often pay, you know, I haven't purchased one in a while, but I would say eight to $12 for shampoo and conditioner. And everyone, I remember, you know, you would hear the commercials or things and it says, you know, just a quarter size amount. And I would be putting a, you know, or quarter. Yes. A quarter size. I was like, do you guys have toonies? I didn't say toonie. A quarter quarter sized amount. And I would be putting like a $5 bill amount in my hand and washing my hair (laughs) because that's that's what you needed. But now, you know, the professional lines, understandably, you have a little bit more higher nutrients and all of the things that are supposed to be in your shampoos and conditioners and your care. So you'll get longevity with that product. Whereas the drugstore pairs, they, the drugstore brands have a little bit more filler in them. So you might go through those a little bit quicker. So it just depends on what you want to do. Yeah. That leads me into my next question. You and Michael both provide first-class education with your Mm -hmm. line, professional support to stylists and salon owners. So mm-hmm. can you tell me a little bit about how you are getting Harlock into different salons so people can come try you out? Yeah, definitely. So of course, people are able to contact us online on our website. And, you know, Michael and I are two people holding this brand afloat. And we are trying our best to get in touch with salons and stylists, whether it be chair renters um, and get out there through social media and such. Of course, it helps if, uh, you know, such like you lovely ladies have done and introduced me to a stylist in your area. 
Um, so whether it be the client introducing us, but we are trying our hardest just to get out there. And I think like the good old days, just try to knock on doors and shake hands and meet different people because, you know, it's a a little bit of the art that has been lost. And I personally love in-person conversations and introductions. And I think that adds a little bit more to a person and to a brand to know how passionate Michael and I are about our company. Yes. And being the only people staying up till midnight packaging that. (laughs) (laughs) We get that for sure. What's the difference between tape-in, like what it does to your actual hair? I know a lot of people like in the summer months, if they have like sew-ins, I don't know the Mm -hmm. correct term or beads, Mm -hmm. like they, Mm -hmm. they kind of hurt your hair. Yeah. Do tape-ins do any like thing to your hair? I don't find tape in. So for myself, having fine to medium hair, I mm-hmm. always suggest that's great because I personally don't take the best care of my hair. I always say, don't, don't do as I do, but do as I say, of course. And, <laughs> you know, I swim with my hair, I sleep with my hair down and it's more so the tape in covers a little bit more of a circumference area. So when you think about it, it's holding the weight of that extra hair on your natural hair. So with a keratin bond or an eye tip beaded, like a nano beaded extension, you're having that extra weight held onto just a minuscule amount of hair. So that can work, but that is probably best for somebody that has a lot of self-care knowledge and knows how to really maintain and take care of their hair and can be on top of that. Whereas yeah. tapins are a little bit more flexible and malleable and room for error in somebody maybe just getting into the hair extension world. Yeah, that makes sense. I love tapins. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Well, sorry, I have like this. Sorry. I think a lot of people have the same issue I do. Like around my face, I basically have a shelf where my hair stops right. growing, like right at my shoulders. Right. So it's important to me to have full hair. You know, that's one of my beauty things. That's a non-negotiable. I want nice hair. It is. Every time when I take my hair extensions out, I always say, I feel like (laughs) Schmeagle. run and hide and like find my closest rock and then I put the hair extensions in and I'm like okay Beyonce's back it's a transformation it's very totally I like run like masculine so like when I have my hair done I I feel more feminine and light and like I can like call on that side of me you know totally I I resonate with that totally and I feel when I have my hair extensions out I have Teddy's hairstyle almost every day yeah same (laughs) hair's like back and down Sarah's extensions are out um but yeah you know and I think that it's cool that women and I always say this about women you know it's so cool that we have the opportunity to diversify ourselves and do all these different play with makeup and do our hair. And yes, it's not needed to build. Like I said, with the health of our hair, you know, sometimes we do need to look within, but obviously the things on the exterior do help us build from within over the, over time and over years. And we start to understand as we get older, it's not always about the exterior. So, but it is cool to help emphasize everything that is on the inside. For sure. I mean, yeah. we're all about giving women tools to help their confidence in their what's going on in their inner world. Yeah. But at the same time, I've learned like we kind of like did this whole like swing, like your looks aren't, you know, the most important thing. But it's like I agree. I feel like having a beautiful life and having mm-hmm. a beautiful space and like feeling my most beautiful also helps the inside. Oh, too. T- you know, it's like vice totally. versa. it's like this yin and yang, yin and yang. 
but yes. um, that's what I just love about what you do and what you provide for the world because you're oh, beautifying you. it, and that with that comes confidence, self esteem. Just yeah, it, and I always say, I I always um. Do you guys remember? Do you remember what not to wear on TLC? Yes. Oh yes. my gosh, Stacy London or Carmendy. Carmendy. Carmendy did hair and makeup. Yes, I, the, beautiful. The, the the turnaround moment when you get your client to like turn around and they're like, "Oh my goodness!" Like <laughs> the Im- the amount of times I've cried with clients is like creepy, Aww. but also beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any tips that like help your clients? Like words or things you do to like boost their self esteem. Or something you say to them. Or like affirmations you use or anything in that realm of. I think a continued one for myself is you like, you got this, like you got this, what else, you know, and, and also if, if you're happy, then you're going to spread that. And I think too, that's with women when they're kind of in a place of, oh, I don't know, should I cut my hair off? My friend told me this and my, my boyfriend told me that. And I'll say, okay, well, how do you feel about it? Do you like it? Do you feel confident? Well, yeah. Okay. Well then those, why are you listening to those people's opinions? You know, oftentimes if it's about you and if you get to walk out into the world feeling good, then we don't need to worry about their thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Definitely. It is. Well, I hear the passion in your voice about this hair alliance, so I can't <laughs> wait to see you start it. Um, oh but really, I've been for hours. <laughs> but really, though, I, I know you love what you do. And like you said, you guys stay up all night working on it. And it is a beautiful thing to have passion like that. We end every yeah. podcast with the same question for all women. What yes. makes you feel most alive? making people feel beautiful and love themselves. That's why I got into this industry and that's why I stay in it. And that's why I work sometimes seven days a week. And, you know, of course there's many avenues to it, but at the end of the day, I love what I do. If I could do it for free, I I don't know where this talent came from, but I have it and I love to, honor my friends and surrounded loved ones with it and my clients. So if I could do it for free, I would, but unfortunately I have to pay bills. <laughs> yeah. So getting to do that for a living is honestly, it keeps me alive. My clients keep me alive and it makes me feel alive. And then of course, feeling the love of, you know, my family and everybody around me supporting me and doing what I do is really cool. Yes. Oh, we support you. Oh, thank you, ladies. Keep Such sharing, an honor. Keep sharing your gift with the world. Well, Will you tell to. everybody where they can find you on social and then where they can find Harlock Hair? Of course. So you can find me on Instagram at Sarah Rose Buzz. I do have TikTok, but I never use it. I'm still that like geezer that is unsure how to edit that. And then you can find my brand uh, Harlock on Instagram at harlock.hair. Beautiful. I'm going to get some mermaid hair and go to Italy. Yes. Thanks to our guest. For more information on her, see the show notes. Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way, a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.